There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Today we've got some crazy stories about some horrifying parents. We'll get to that in a bit, but first, oh, I thought we told you. This happened when I was a teen, but I can still remember the look on the lady's face when she let me know she did this on purpose. I was asked by a neighbor to watch their three kids so they could have a date night as their normal babysitter was busy. I forget how much she paid me, but it wasn't enough for the absolute terror her kids were to watch. Note, this is the first time I was watching them. I knew them, but never had much interaction. I survived the night and went on to live a happy life, except a few days later, my scalp starts burning and itching. Lice. I'm at the local Walgreens or Eckerd's and run into another neighbor while trying to find something to kill the creepy crawlies. The neighbor asks me if I've been around the other neighbor's kids as they also have lice. I said yeah, I babysat them a few days ago. She said that her normal babysitter quit as this is the third time the kids had lice as the mom refuses to completely wash everything because it's too much work. I get home and go to the mom and ask if she knew the kids had lice. And why didn't she warn me? She responds, oh, I thought we told you, then shuts the door in my face. I would like to say that I have a pro-revenge story, but I was young and gullible. That was the last babysitting gig I ever did. I can imagine when you're trying to make a foray into the babysitting scene and try to earn an extra buck here or there, having a first experience like this could probably be so off-putting that you're like, you know what, maybe it isn't for me. This is like the equivalent of your first job being at McDonald's and you go there and you find out the fryers are just crawling with roaches or something. You're just frying burgers and you look to your left and there's a customary can of Raid just sitting there on the counter. If you see one, just make sure you spray it good. Try not to get it on the food. You know what, maybe this fast food thing isn't for me either. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you can't get enough of hearing about these entitled parents, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is, buying my first house, worried my parent will use it as a timeshare. She, entitled mother, helped with down payment, mortgage would be in my name, there was no written or verbal agreement between us. I'm worried that she intends on using it as a vacation home and staying over when she travels, if not thinking low-key the house belongs to her. If it was like two or three weekends a year, I wouldn't mind, but as she's retired, there's nothing stopping her from showing up, staying for a week or more, multiple times a year. I'm already imagining her inviting her friends over without my permission, and frankly, I'm going to lose my mind if something like that happens. How do I approach this? I'm pretty sure she's going to be salty if I refuse to give her the keys, but it should at least deter her from randomly showing up at the house anything to keep her toxic energy at bay well i think the problem is she helped with the down payment i think op should try to do whatever they can to repay her that down payment while she may not have any legal right to that place there's a little bit of a moral grayness there because they committed so much money to it that said keep all the locks to yourself be prepared to put your foot down if necessary and yeah try to pay her back Our next story is, mom's entitled boyfriend yells at me for being called fat. 
So I've posted about this man before. I hate my mom's boyfriend. He's a power-hungry, controlling, narcissistic jerk who seems to believe he can do no wrong. He's awful. Here's a short list of things he's done. 1. Broken down my door, FBI style, because I barricaded it. He turned violent. 2. Threatened to murder me when I was like 10. 3. Essentially demanded to see me while I was unclothed. I was like 12, maybe 13. 4. Calls me fat on a regular basis, but in cryptic ways, so that it isn't belatedly obvious what he's doing. Now, let's set the scene for what he did yesterday. Every Sunday night, my aunt, uncle, and cousins come over. The adults play cards while everyone under the age of 18 does whatever. My oldest cousin, who's 10, is a stereotypical mean girl. I hate her guts. As I was leaving the bathroom, she saw me and said, OP looks like a whale and stuff and when i told her to shut it she said oh my god i was talking about a different person who happens to be named op annoying but okay as she was leaving my grandma was saying how that isn't okay and i happened to hear that conversation and try to step in and bam that's where jerk jumps in he told me that it was a conversation between the jerk cousin and grandma and had nothing to do with me so to stay the freak out of it Naturally, I'm not okay with this and say, anyone who has a brain can see who she was talking about. And he replied, well that makes sense because you sure don't have one. We argue a bunch with him starting to speak on other languages he knows I don't understand. And eventually he just says, just shut the freak up. At this point, I know he's going to pull the, I own this house and if I want, I can kick you out card on me. So I just stormed up to my room and cried. Apparently, I'm not allowed to be mad at people who call me fat, even though I'm barely eating anymore. Honestly, hearing this story, I'm just more concerned for OP than anything. Obviously, I feel bad for them, but I just don't want to see all of this behavior that they're subjected to kind of snowball into something greater. The last thing you want to see is somebody starving themselves because they get treated like this. Our next story is Parents Harass an 8-Year-Old Bully. To keep identities anonymous, the kids' real names will not be given, but I'll call them Billy and Mary for simplicity. Background, I work in an elementary school, and there have been issues between Billy and Mary who are both in the same grade 2 class. Billy is a boy who's almost a head taller than everyone in his class, and Mary is a smaller girl with glasses. Now, Billy's been known to be a bit rough around the edges, and was often a bit of a crap disturber in grade 1. Now in grade 2, he understands better that if he tries to be kinder, the other kids will like him more, he won't get in trouble, etc. Mary's a bit of a bossy boots and isn't exactly kind with what she orders other kids to do. For example, she told some kids to walk over the walls of someone else's snow fort that she had claimed as her own one day. Things lately have escalated between the two, and I'm not privy to all the details of what exactly went down, but from my understanding, The general idea is that Mary was trying to get Billy in trouble or just generally annoying him. He blew up and somehow got physical, hurting Mary. This apparently makes Billy a bully. This caused Mary's parents to go overboard. They've been going around the community smack-talking Billy, saying that he's a horrible kid. Mary's been continually approaching Billy during class or recess and just being a nuisance to him. Mary's parents got a hold of Billy's dad's phone number and text him some choice words. All of this has gotten to the point that Billy continues to say that he's just tired of it. So he's been told to stick around adults, not because he's in trouble, but for the protection from the harassment. 
The real cherry on top, though, is that today after school, Mary's dad was waiting right at the door to the school, with Mary's six-year-old brother no less, to confront Billy as he gets out to go to the school bus. So tomorrow there will be a meeting with the principal, their teacher, Billy, and his dad to discuss what can be done about the situation. It's very likely that Billy's going to have someone escort him to the bus to keep him safe as long as his dad agrees. Listen, I don't know what the school can do here, but if a parent is hanging around to essentially intimidate another kid that goes to that school, that parent should not be allowed on school grounds. The fundamental problem here is they're applying a band-aid over this. They keep giving somebody to Billy to watch over him and protect him. Why not deal with, you know, the bully and the bully's parents? Our next story is, Entitled Child keeps on trying to get her mom, Entitled Mother, to yell at us, and lo and behold, she does. I can with this kid. She's touching everything in my bedroom with her grubby, Cheetos-covered hands. So this girl, Entitled Child, and her parents, I wouldn't say they're complete jerks, but they do act entitled from time to time. My parents had planned a little get-together with some family friends. All of these family friends have kids and some are spoiled, some not so much. So Entitled Child comes early with her family and barges into my bedroom. The door wasn't fully closed, but I was cleaning up my mess. Entitled Child comes in and messes up the mess, clothes, books, etc. And I got pissed at her and told her to go out. I might have come off as a bit snarky and rude, but Entitled Mother comes up to me and tells me not to yell at her child. I don't think I yelled. I might have raised my voice a bit. I told Entitled Mother politely that she came in, made a mess, so I just told her to go out. Entitled Mother was probably going to shout at me or something, but then my parents came back home and I thought that was it. A little while later, all the kids were goofing around in my bedroom and I didn't mind them very much, as long as they don't open any drawers or cabinets. I was talking to my friend when I hear a tiny cry, so I turn around and see Entitled Child fighting with my brother to get some of his Beyblades. My brother studied really hard to get those, my parents promised some if he got good marks, and was showing them to his friend but wasn't letting anyone touch them. But Entitled Child felt that she deserved his bays and started pulling at them and then eventually pulling at his shirt. I ran over and separated them and told Entitled Child not to do that. Entitled Child then ran to Entitled Mother with her fake tears and told her that I pushed her and my brother kicked her. Entitled Mother comes over and the conversation goes like this. She says, stop bullying Entitled Child. I said, bullying? She was pulling in my brother's shirt and I just told her to stop. She said, stop lying. I know kids like you. Just because you get good marks doesn't mean you can get away with bullying. I said, if you think me telling her to stop pulling at other people's clothes is bullying, then you seriously need to go see actual bullying. Entitled Mother then complains to my mom, and my mom just lightly scolds me to get Entitled Mother to stop making a scene. Entitled Child also pulled the bays out of my bro's hands and started crying when she couldn't figure out how to spin them, and then whined about us not helping her. Entitled Mother then again came over and told us to listen to an adult and help younger kids. I helped her only to shut up Entitled Mother's mouth. The problem here with both the kid and the mom, and probably the mom when they were a kid, is it seems they have the idea that if they complain and they're loud enough, people will give in and just placate them and give them what they want. They're both definitely entitled and definitely spoiled. And honestly, they probably feed off of each other. Our next story is, why do I put up with my in-laws? Okay, long story, I'm an easygoing person, I tolerate a lot. 
Ever since I started dating my husband, I noticed how extremely involved his parents are. I mean, extreme. They are die-hard Christians, and I too am a devoted child of God. However, I also have more to me than that. AKA, I can have a conversation without God involved, whereas they can't. So his parents, right from the beginning, were extremely clingy to me, show up to my job twice a week, call every day to go to lunch, try to involve themselves in my friendships and send long, mushy texts that are four paragraphs long about how deeply loved I am by God. They cross boundaries all the time. They put me in counseling because of my childhood trauma. They counseled me every time I was with them. They get private information out of my husband about me. Now fast forward, shortly after we married, five years now, they moved for four years. Lots of drama in between though. My husband got a job in another state and we got pregnant shortly after. Now, his mom has been a weirdo. Very weird and uncomfortable women who absolutely have zero personality and acts like a sloth, but is great at being sneaky and passive-aggressive. She asked if she can come out when the baby was born and I caved in for my husband. I was warned by the family she's a smother mother. Well, that turned out to be my nightmare. The entire two weeks, she took over my baby. I only breastfed her. She changed all diapers and clothes. She put her down for every nap. She had her all awake times and did her first tummy time. She took her out of my arms to give her the first bath. She told me if she could breastfeed her, she would. She would sneak skin to skin with her at night in the baby's room. My husband told her he would get up at midnight with me and for her to sleep, but she would get up anyway. She entered our room at 2am when we told her not to come in. I mean, this woman has a problem. Over the months, this woman has been obsessed with my kid and has been a weird, passive-aggressive person with me, but overly fakes jive to my face, especially around other people. I'm a stay-at-home mom. His parents moved out a month after my baby was born and have been here over a year trying to hang out multiple times a week. To top it off, his step-grandmother, who has zero kids and has a selfish me-me-me mentality, moved into our neighborhood. She shows up unannounced, calls twice a week, sees us on weekends, and manipulates her way over every time. I'm a huge introvert and love my alone time. I feel like this family's put me over the edge for seven years and I can't stand this anymore. My husband is finally starting to see it, but he doesn't even do anything for or with his own family. It all falls on me. What the freak would anyone do in my situation? In OP's situation, I think you just gotta start putting your foot down. I just hope that OP's husband can support them and back them up when they need it. I think they either support OP or they continue being enablers to their awful family members. This next story is, My entitled father thinks 10 pounds prevents me from having a boyfriend. He doesn't know me at all. I should have gotten used to my father's sky-high entitlement through the years, but sometimes it manages to hit me anyway. I'm 25, female, I live with my parents. I would say straightforward from the beginning. Yes, I've been considering moving away, but decided that my income isn't stable enough, and it won't be rational since I don't have a partner or a kid. So, my father's been a tyrannical jerk as long as I can remember myself. When I was a kid, he made me do rhythmic gymnastics three to four times a week. I remember each training lasted two to three hours. I couldn't hate it more. I used to cry while going there after school. Trainings were painful and very strict. But I couldn't refuse to do it because my father said so and that's it. 
That's the type of household I grew up at, and when I dared to ask, he answered, quote, You have to be thin and have long legs. That's your purpose, or otherwise no man will like you. You'll be thankful when being older. Spoiler, I'm not thankful. Short, average weight, and with... Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science, with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. No interest in any relationships. For as long as I can remember, I was never interested in it. As a kid, I loved adventure books and heroic anime like Naruto. I've skipped any romantic parts as it seemed boring. It still seems boring to me. I feel like an alien sometimes, or rather, I would say other people seem alien-like when it comes to relationships, family, kids, etc. For me, everything friendship is a complicated subject. I can only be friends with one person at a time, and it was hard to find one even when I was in school. I thought that it's just a stage, I'll outgrow it, but I'll be 26 soon and nothing's changed. I live my quiet life, I work when I have to work, and chill when I don't. I've managed to accept myself as I am and don't try to compare myself to normal people of my age. Recently I've mentioned in front of my father that I want to lose a few pounds. And afterwards I've heard how he told my mom that I have to weigh 108 pounds. Then I'll be able to get a boyfriend. And then he started to celebrate how I'm finally coming to my senses. This made me so mad. First, I'm 121 pounds now and it's not like I'm obese. I don't even look overweight. The reason I want to lose weight is horrible gender dysphoria. The more I weigh, the bigger my chest is. It's ironic how some girls are dreaming about having C+, but it went to me. Second, it's so entitled and disrespectful how he diminished my personality to pounds and instantly decided that it's the reason that I don't have a boyfriend. Maybe it's because of my dysphoria, which completely enables me to see myself as a female sexual object. Maybe because he was a horrible role model and failed as a father. Maybe because I feel depressed most of the year and desperately try to find a purpose to live. Or maybe because, unlike him, I do understand that relationships is a heavy job which requires sacrifices. Sacrifices are never about him. He has to get what he wants always, and other people's desires doesn't count. Even if those people are his family, he was never too interested in me to know what's going on in my mind or heart. He talks only about himself, what he wants, where he failed, and what he thinks on every purpose. I suppose when he looks at me, he also sees himself, his ideas about what his daughter is like, 
Probably that's how he dares so blatantly throwing toxic, stereotypical crap in my face. He doesn't even give a second thought on whether I do want to have a boyfriend. No, my personality doesn't exist, it's only him all around his sight. Him and his narrow-minded beliefs on how life should be. I've been working since 19, I've graduated uni, I'm a rare specialist and one of the youngest in my country. I read a lot, I play guitar, I dreamed to write a book one day. Does he know about it? No. Has he ever been interested? No. It's only the, you have to be skinny and have long legs, just as it was when I was 9. Am I exaggerating? I need some help to sort out my feelings. I don't understand how he manages to hurt me so easily. I hope this is a safe place for someone like me. I think what makes me the most uncomfortable here is the fact that he was drilling this into your head when you were 9, which in a way I think is kind of sexualizing their own kid. Imagine telling any 9 year old, you have to be thin and have long legs, that's your purpose or otherwise no man will like you. That sounds like some horribly aged quote you find in some like 1950s magazine that tells you how to be a proper woman. Lord knows if OP did get into a relationship, he'd go immediately to step two and say, always serve your man, do the work for him, he shouldn't have to lift a finger. Our next story is, entitled mom told me not to talk to my brother, so I stopped. I, 26 year old female, have three siblings, 25 year old male, 23 year old female, and 11 year old male. My mother has a strained relationship with all her older children stemming from emotional to physical abuse. In January, my mother and I had a fight because she constantly jokes about how she only likes my youngest brother because us three big kids were insane and too hard work. Honestly, you can tell that she does indeed treat him differently. She makes his lunches and all his meals, whereas we had to make our own lunches for school from first grade so she could sleep longer. The same for breakfast and sometimes dinner if she was tired from her day. This is a petty example, but it's an easy one to show that she does treat him different than us. After the falling out with me, my other brother is high on the autism spectrum and lived with her, was kicked out, and she threatened to stab him and beat him pretty bad because he didn't take his meds. After both these incidents with myself and my brother, she told us not to contact her and my youngest brother ever again, so we didn't. It's been months, no contact. And now she's complaining to my grandparents that my youngest brother is upset because we've not been talking. But she told us to stay away, which we can prove, and we're just complying. Listen, in the long run, you and any other sibling are going to be way happier cutting her off and keeping her away from you. You definitely do not need that in your life. This next story is, I'm worried my entitled mother is ruining her current relationship. I know I've posted about my mom's current girlfriend and how I wasn't comfortable with her before, but I've recently started to get comfortable with her and after we both sat down and talked about everything from me having to adjust to this change to she could possibly be a new parent figure for me but not right now and she'll never replace my dad. She actually listened and accepted everything. She was glad even though I was uncomfortable in the beginning, I still showed respect. I'm not disrespectful to most people, and she wanted to get close to me. She liked hanging around me and she says she'll wait till I'm comfortable enough to call me her son or stepson. Genuinely, she's warmed up to me and she's pretty cool. I'm just worried about my mother. Recently, she reconnected with her ex, we'll call Ashley. Ashley left her, I don't know why, and moved away. 
she recently came back. Two days ago, they were driving me home. We were at the girlfriend's house, and they were touchy and making sexual jokes with me in the car. Like, I'd get the joke part, but the touching wasn't necessary. And Ashley was like, all up on my mom, cuddling her and kissing her cheek, etc. My mom has always done this thing where she leaves all of her decisions to me, and she asked if she could hang out with Ashley alone once she drops me off. I honestly wanted to say no, but couldn't because if I do, she'll throw a fit. And I didn't want to deal with that, so I said I didn't care even though I did. I really wouldn't care or even post this, but I don't think I can adjust to this. I know my mom is still in love with Ashley. She always tells me and cries to me about this. She vents to me, I don't know why. I really can't stand Ashley though. I can't explain it, but it's a vibe you just can't be around for long before you get annoyed and frustrated. First time I saw her, she mentioned how I was fat. Like, not even a hello or hi, how are you, straight to the bullying, and my mom laughed at it. I've tried to tell her in the past, but I got nowhere with me complaining. I really don't want my mom to ruin her relationship with her current girlfriend though. This girlfriend is offering to give me and my siblings our first comfortable and livable house with our room and a place for our dogs. She offered to do anything we love and is even taking me to the eye doctor for my birthday. I need glasses and my parents haven't taken me to get new glasses in over 4 plus years. She's offering to give my siblings an actual house and room and I know with her we won't have to worry about food or bills anymore, but if my mom ruins this for her selfishness, I won't forgive her. My mom promised to help this girlfriend with her newborn, he's less than a month old, and stay with her. If she leaves her with a baby and broken, I don't think I could ever see my mother the same. She'd be ruining a place that I know if I leave my siblings will be safe to stay. She's ruining a relationship that everyone is actually happy she's in. To get back with her ex, who left her for months before breaking up with her. I don't know what they did on the car ride home that day, but I know it was something worth not answering my calls or texts for two hours when I asked what I could eat. I just need advice. Am I going crazy and overthinking? If I'm not, how do I get it through to my mom that this relationship and girlfriend is the one that'll help her and help my siblings? I mean, I'm not really sure what OP's mother is lacking in her current relationship that's making them act out this way. Maybe they're just that type of person that gets complacent with things being a certain way after so long. I think some people who are serial cheaters, I think they do so because they just get bored of things after a while. It's definitely not right and it hurts a lot of people, especially when they sneak around and do it. Whatever happens, I would definitely just try to rid yourself of having ownership of her actions. You know, when she like tries to come to OP to verify what she should do next or if things are alright or vent about things. It's not OP's choices. And OP's not a therapist. Our next story is, I, 22-year-old female, am starting to hate my mom, 62-year-old female. I, 22-year-old female, have left my parents' house and live alone. In our culture in South America, it's common for kids to stay with their parents until they finish uni, have a nice job, and can stand on their own two feet. I've recently moved to Europe, and now I study in Rome. It's tough adapting to the culture, the new language, and sharing a flat, but I absolutely love this city and wouldn't go back. When I lived at home, my mom, 62, would make me do almost everything that involved technology for her. My mom is not dumb. She's a retired lawyer and can do computer stuff. 
She did a lot of computer stuff at her law practice. She just selectively chooses what she wants to do and then makes me do the boring stuff. Watching YouTube, TikTok, having an Instagram? She does it perfectly. Arguing over email about things that only concern her? I have to do it. Shopping online? She's addicted to it. Paying the taxes associated with her shine addiction? I have to do it. I know she can figure out how to do something. There are millions of pages and YouTube videos explaining how to do them. She just doesn't bother trying and it's a lot easier to make me do it. My first week studying in Italy has been great, but I have a crap load of homework already and so much to do. My mom has been calling me all the time, not to know how I'm doing, but because she wants help with A, returning some orders, B, paying some taxes, C, sending a complaint email. I simply do not have the time to do those things now, and she doesn't understand it. I can't stand this anymore. She's always making me do stuff and moving continents hasn't helped. Literally, she'll guilt trip me, saying that I do have time, which I use in other ways. Going out with my new classmates and going for runs, that I'm neglecting her. There's a phrase she always says, it goes like this, sorry for the bad translation. Ask someone who's not busy to do something for you, and they'll take ages to do it. Ask someone who is very busy to do something for you, and they'll find the time. She keeps saying that, implying that I'm not busy. I feel bad and I also just want to live my freaking life without my mother leeching on me with things she can do but just doesn't want to. Advice, please? I'm going insane. I definitely prescribe in this situation one big helping of putting your foot down. I just know though, in OP situation, it feels like an impossibly hard thing to do. To even begin to consider talking to your parents in such a way, saying no I won't help you figure it out, seems like a crazy notion to ever say to a parent. I know exactly how OP feels. I'd say either kind of just start ghosting her a little bit, after a while maybe send a text back or something saying sorry I was out or sorry I was doing work. She might whine and moan about it and say you don't care, but that's just her reaching to try to make you feel bad so you'll start doing it again. Our next story is, my stepmom did illegal things to me and never suffered consequences. Hello Reddit, welcome to probably the worst things my stepmom ever did to me when I lived there. One, my mom made me lick a wall after I cleaned it with Clorox. I was in trouble for something that I didn't do again, and my punishment was to clean the bathroom walls so well that they could lick it and not get sick. After I was done, they made me lick it to prove I'd done it and not faked it. With fear of being left on the side of the road to fend for myself, I did. Afterwards, I was left in my room and told to sleep at 6 in the evening, at the age of 16, no less. Two. I was made to smash my Nintendo DS because I asked to play on it. This one always baffled me, but here we go. I came home from school one day and asked if I could play on my Nintendo. I was caught up on homework, I wasn't in trouble, and I honestly just wanted to chill that day. But my stepmom, the witch she is, told me to grab it and then come into the garage. I did and she handed me a hammer and told me to smash it. I asked her why and she just told me, because you don't deserve it. I had the hammer in my hands, I should have just bashed her skull in then and there. I know it's illegal, but to an 8 year old it seemed justified. 3. My stepmom once refused me food because I went rollerblading. I used to rollerblade around my old neighborhood, 
In the evenings or on my days home from school, my stepmom gave me permission to go out rollerblading and I rode for hours. When I got home, they had already eaten and saved no food for me whatsoever. I asked if there was any food and she said, if you were home, you would have been fed, you little brat. I just went to bed and didn't ask her for food ever. I just ate at school. She took offense, but I told her, if you want me to eat your food, save me some or I'm not eating it. That's all for now. I'll add more if y'all want me to. Have a pleasant day and night, and I'll answer your guys' comments ASAP. Whether the other parent is madly in love with a step-parent or not, I cannot understand how they can idly sit by and allow these step-parents to treat their kids in such a disgusting way. I mean, with all that's going on, the other parent had to sit by and watch while it happened, right? At least, I'm assuming there was another parent. Maybe they were pretty absent too. I just feel terrible for OP and I hope now they're in a much better scenario. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now if you want to hear another crazy entitled parent story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 